This is the Radio Ronin Show on podbash.com. And welcome one and all to another edition of Radio Ronin located right here at podbash.com. You got some tired Ronin tonight. That's never a good way to start a show, uh, but uh, we're all very, very excited to be here. It feels like a long time since we last recorded. It's really weird, because it hasn't been that long. It hasn't been. A lot's but gone on. Jess has no voice. I'm sorry. I um, have my voice back, whereas last week I didn't. I yeah, have more of which, a voice than I did on Saturday, so. I gotta be, look, this. I don't want this to sound kind of weird, but it's really kind of hot. <laughs> Okay. Like Jess, I know you're my um, sister, but I'm gonna agree. Yeah, both Kenny oh and I are like, like because it, it's okay. it's sultry. It's sultry. Exactly. <laughs> we were like, trying to. We were gonna. I sound like this all the time. We were gonna try and come up with a lot of really like disgusting things for you to say and record it just for like later. <laughs> um, anyway, hey, welcome to the show. Uh, my name Jimmy Chugga. There, that guy, the bearded one, uh, the lovely, the talented, Mister Kenny D. Happy International Woman. Day. There it is. My Woo! ovaries are feeling it today. <laughs> so are mine. Yeah. Uh, the sparkly, the effervescent, the saucy. Uh, just Jess is right there. Do I sound like Scarlett Johansson right now? The Scarlett sounds more like oh, that. Oh, more like a man? <laughs> yeah. Scarlett sounds like a dude with like a five pack a day habit. Right. Just lower your voice a bit. Try again. <laughs> I can't even. Be like, say, Hulk, I'm a monster too. <laughs> Hulk, I'm a monster too. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I close my eyes. That was I'm it. At, I'm at half staff already. <laughs> um, what is going on? Uh, That's Jess. I know the smartest man in the room, Mr. DJ Spinari, did is you, right there. Did you really say half staff? <laughs> I don't know. I had to come up with something fast. Oh my gosh. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> hey guys. Oh so, uh, so we're all tired, we're all a little sick, we're getting over sickness. We're a little punchy. Spinari and I have been in town for, I don't know, an hour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we're wiped out. It's been... Welcome it, back. Thank you very yeah. much. Uh, spring break number one, weekend... Spring break! <laughs> number one of... Spring break. Uh, how long, it, it seems to me, Spinari, how long does... It, it's, I think spring break now goes for like 19 weeks. Yeah. yeah. Something. It's Honestly. Just, it's nuts. We're, we're back in town for uh, this week. We'll have Bash Music this week. Spinari's yeah. doing Woo-hoo! Deep House. Oh, yeah. And then... And we're back to Miami for another one for Miami Music Week, and I think we're actually going to try and do Bash Music from Miami while we're out there. Okay, so, yeah, uh, should hopefully be very very cool. Because I don't know. I'm sure many people were upset that there was no Bash Music this week. I they heard were. from people. Yeah, I heard yeah. from a lot of people. I mean, there was wrong. something. <laughs> no, I think something no. is the key word. <laughs> okay. What did we miss? Oh my gosh! Well, uh, it was shared on our social media <laughs> pages, was. but Jess was playing Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes, uh-huh. and. Uh, so she was doing this on Oh, the, she was on Twitch. The Twitch I was stream. On Twitch. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, with Twitch, like you get the gameplay and then you get the creepy little person in the corner <laughs> and Jess was sitting in the dark and oh, her voice was like <laughs> 19 times raspier than it is now. Oh, really? And so yeah. I don't know if you've ever played Metal oh, Gear, but Snake did sounds it, it, like this. He almost sounds like Batman. And that was like, I was like, wait, is this gameplay voice or is this Jess voice? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Damn it, they keep finding me with their flashlights. I'm like, wait a minute. I played this game. Just a snake. Is that a line from the game? That's, I know the lines from this game. Yeah. Snake. Snake. <laughs> but the thing is, 
It was fun, and there were people on there, except for the the. Uh, I think her connection was too laggy, or and so I'll just oh, fix it. it kept dropping. So okay. Jess, next time, fix that so we have a nice little community place. You just hear Jess in the background. Jump, jump, come <laughs> see Mama. No, and that's like, and then I hear, I hear this, just looking, and I'm like, wait. Are Jess What's and Kevin, on? do they forget they were recording? Are they just making out now? Uh, and it would be like her dogs just came in. Oh Whenever it stopped lagging, you'd see her be like, that's a good boy. That's a good uh, boy. Like, yeah. What is going oh on? Gosh. But I can't turn away. No, you can't. I, listen, we recorded last week. This is no... This, like, I have to tell you this story really, yeah. really quickly. Spinari and I are going to Miami. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Spring break, weekend number one, we are going to be playing for, I don't know, somewhere over 100,000 people over the course of about three days. Not too shabby. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing very, very good. And uh, we are trying to prepare for this. And we get done recording last week. We are signing off. Hey, everybody, it's Pod Bash Peace. And we literally are supposed to pack and go to the airport. Well, right, because... Because we're, we're leaving. Generally, we talk for about an hour, and then I kind of clock yeah. out. And I right. go, hey, guys, right. it's a weekday. I have work, I guess, tomorrow. Yes. I'll see you later. Uh-huh. And then Jess sometimes will kind of just walk out. Most of the time, she'll just hang out down here. <laughs> well, Jess tends to hang out, and we, we'll ride, or we'll do... No, we I'm love sorry. it. No, now see, now I'm going to give her a complex. So we, <laughs> we love it that you're hanging out. No, we we absolutely love that Jess hangs out with us, and sometimes Jess will stay till five or six a.m. Yeah, right? true story. Yeah, and we have a ball. It's 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 a good time because after all, we don't have day jobs, and so we just well, I you know, do. You do, but yeah, but um, I've learned to function. On my three day hours job is a night job, so it doesn't matter. Right, right. Unless we have to fly, and then I'm so sorry. <laughs> so oh. what we, did you do? Well, you go after I'm, I left. You're like, okay, we we shut down the show, and, right. and you go, okay, hey, thanks guys, love you. I I got ahead. Yeah, I got to get back. Up the bountiful. I'm Plus, sick I was as hell. coughing up a storm. Yeah. It was just not working out. You were out. really, really sick. I was paranoid because I didn't want to get sick while we were out on the road and everything yeah. else. Uh, and so you take off, and then Jess is like, "Hey, I've got this thing oh, I want to show fair. you." To be fair, to be fair, I was staying to record some audio. Yes, you were recording yes. some. She was. Um, I'm proud to say I'm, I'm doing a new song. Uh, it's going very, very well. Jess is the vocalist on this Yay. song. Yay! Uh, it's called Go Go Bounce, <laughs> and Jess is the. It's called March of the Huskies. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> You bastard. March, march. Hey. It's, it's, Damn it, the flashlights. It's time to get back in the box. And complaining about kind of being tired and then right. coughing. Diamond oh. dog, get over oh here. No. So anyway, so Jess, we had Jess stick around so that she could do some more. Uh, we had to do one voice session, and I wanted to add her more into the song. And so right. we had to do some stuff. And then she was like, hey, let's check this out. And so we watched K-pop videos. <laughs> Ugh. I made the mistake of asking, hey, what uh, new anime series should I watch on the plane? And uh, then... Yeah, then, and then it was then, three hours um, you know, of K-pop videos. So I would sorry. just like to tell you that uh, we would use that trick as LDS missionaries as well. <laughs> it's like, oh, what scripture's your favorite? Well, now that you've asked us a question, we're just going to open it right leave. up to three hours of discussion. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly... Jess used the commitment pattern on you guys. But here's the thing that's funny is she really kind of got us hooked on K-pop. Like I'm, I'm yes! shut the front door. Yes! No, I'm digging it. Well, no, 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 because she showed us videos before back when we were doing our no, whole I YouTube night. Showed you yeah. like maybe one. And she goes, guys, this is gangsta, and it's yeah. a bunch oh of guys God. that kind of look like <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres or Spinari in any video game <laughs> dancing around. And I was like, okay. And then, so for me, but thinking you guys rappers. did three hours of they're watching K-pop. Yeah, like I think that sounds excruciating, although kind of fun and catchy. 
So it was it was actually a lot of fun. I think I could find a video or two that Kenny would totally be into. It was no. it was it was actually no. really, it no, was really I, cool. I totally could. No. One, I'm, of, the gr- I'm one of the girl bands. It made for a really interesting day okay. the next or because <laughs> yeah. she walked I'm out so the door sorry. and we basically grabbed our, our bags and you went mean to the when airport. The birds are chirping and everyone's getting ready for work the next yeah. day. It was like, okay, Jess, we'll see you later. And I looked at Spinari and I was like, Where's the keys? <laughs> Where's time to go? Now I feel really bad. No, no, it was we actually had a lot of fun. It's fun to give you shit over it, but uh, we, we actually had a lot of fun and then I found myself on the plane like watching more K-pop videos. Yeah. <laughs> like so. almost like when you can't get a song out of your head and you hate it so much that you have to listen to it again. Yeah. yeah. So you hated it. No, I loved it. All but right. it was it was it was so different and so not what uh, the American music scene is. It's like what the American music scene is about 10 years ago. Well, or it's, okay. either, it's either 10 I years behind or it's 10 years ahead. I would even say 90s, because isn't it, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jess, but the way I view it is very manufactured. It's so synthetic oh. and created. I mean, granted, it's going to be yeah. full well, of hooks. Is. Full yeah. of hooks. Great music. Yeah, and but really these, expensive clothes. These bands are essentially uh, eternal boy bands, girl bands that kind of keep going through the revolving door. Is that wrong? No, that's true. No, that's true. They're manufactured superstars, 100%. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Which, gr- granted, the, the sound works. Totally. The formula yeah. works. Yeah. But it is just like 25 years in the past for us. It's, um, I, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, maybe 20. Then they don't have any Imagine Dragons, though. Okay. Wow. Ooh. Can I tell you how nice it was to come home? <laughs> yeah, right? Um, oh yeah, like inversion and Imagine Dragons. Like, wow, we're we're in Miami Utah. where everybody gets it, and then we come back here and it's Taylor Swift and Imagine Dragons everywhere we go. Uh, it's yeah. like a time warp. Yeah. Uh, I know. I'm going to cut that out. I can't leave that. <laughs> no. Way too mean. Nah. Um, now nah, we'll leave it in. But I just really love K-pop because it's bright and it's happy wait, and it's wait. fun. Hold on. Can and I ask a question colorful. that we should have explained the beginning? Okay. What's K-pop? Korean pop. Okay. It's Korean pop music. Okay. It's better than J-pop because J-pop's just weird. J-pop That's has all the weird racist. videos. I'm sorry. And I'm, I'm assuming J-pop Japanese. is Japanese. They, they have the weird videos it does that make, I just don't get into. It, it does make me wonder, though, Kenny, because, uh, and I had this talk with Jess, because everything is cyclical, right? Yeah. yeah. So we were just watching some footage of DJs in Miami just barely before we started the show. And there are some of the things that were happening that, that were, frankly, you know, for somebody that's your age, Kenny, or, or my age, they'd yeah. come off as just really corny and cheesy. Yes. But this generation of millennials... They just embrace it and love it for what it is. Yeah, uh, girls in light up costumes doing right, robot doing, dances, like really not well synchronized cheerleader. It's, yeah. it's weird. Right. It's like weird cheerleader stuff. But they're really hot. But there's three hundred super colorful. Yeah, there's three hundred thousand people going nuts to it. Yeah, and for me, it was a, a little coming out of the alternative genre. It was a little unusual at first, but I like unusual. Yeah. But it got me thinking about the K-pop thing. Because K-pop, they do a lot of stuff that would come across to, to somebody Kenny's age or my age is Eddie Vedder is rolling over in his yeah. grave. Right. You know, is he's he's dead, right? Well, I hope so. Eddie, yeah. <laughs> anyway, if he's not, he's he, whatever. His, his, right. Anyway. We don't so, need to go there because it's, yeah. Yeah, we, right. we all know. So anyway, um... But the but the the reason I'm saying this is because I'm watching these these K-pop videos that Jess has got going and and I'm thinking to myself, well, this is some of the corniest, cheesiest. Um, I, I mean, this stuff is just ridiculous, right? But yeah. I love it. It's just shiny. It's shiny yeah. and sparkly and cool, and and it really is kind of you know EDM, which is what Spinari and I do. 
uh, the house music, the electro house, all that stuff. If you're listening to bash music, you know what we do. It's kind of like the K-pop on on crack. It's like a, a really souped up version of what you're hearing in K-pop. But the K-pop is still very sparkly, very colorful, very shiny and produced and very polished. And there was something about it that I thought was just really cool. I, there is something about American music that I miss. Yeah, I kind of miss when American rock stars were... They looked like rock stars. You could live through them. You know right. what I mean? When you saw a rock star in person, you knew. When they walked into a room, you knew that was somebody that was... Right. Uh, famous and I mean you know if we're talking about pops Iggy Pop for example like you know yeah. when you yeah. see Iggy Pop yeah. what he's lived through the kind oh, of dude, rock let me, star let me he tell is. you something I've met Iggy Pop yeah. one of the nicest human beings that you'll ever meet in your life but that guy's got a lot of miles oh yeah I mean that's but that's what you should do when you're a rock star you know right. what I'm saying and that's kind of what this K-pop reminded me of not Iggy Pop because it's a totally different thing right. but but the same philosophy okay. behind it you know these you know these kids are just banging hoochies like. Italian supermodels. No, they're not. They're like 15. You're saying no? <laughs> I'm saying like K-pop stars are extremely reserved compared to American Reserved stars. because their managers keep them so reserved? I think or- so. I'm yeah. also, oh, there's no way. Listen, I'm of the opinion that 90% of this K-pop stuff is actually made in America, and then they farm it out over there. Oh, Could be. Well, totally. a lot of it. I, I think, think they film a lot of it I in think it's all America. With, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, it, it so, yeah, so like yes, it. they're banging Italian supermodels. Right. And, you know. <laughs> Actually, some other. women in there, too. Each other. Uh, never <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, uh, hey, Baby Metal, if you're out there, call me. I will be your hoochie. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> anyway, so we... Uh, <laughs> I just have to say, Baby Metal looks like 12. Look, they, look no. like, they look like children. Wait a but minute. Hold on. I don't know the oldest ones, baby, actually. Did we, say, did we see Baby Metal? No. I'll have, baby Metal. They're J-pop. The, the, story, oh, they're J-pop. Okay. the story of them is they were these J-pop. Uh, they were a girl band, although they were in different bands. Uh-huh. And then they got too old, and so they got kicked out of the industry. And at that point, you're, you're mints. Like, no one sure. cares about you anymore. Sure. So they formed their own metal band, a Japanese metal band. Oh, no, I have seen that. Uh, you've seen it. Give I me have, chocolate. You, showed, you showed me. I'm still pretty sure they're manufactured. Oh, well, of course. Of course. Backstory. Of course but yeah. still, yeah. I mean, there's there's uh, K-pop boy bands that are like well into their 30s and still going. They all look like they're 10. I know. Which is which it's, is why Jess. Like, it was really funny that, watching this stuff why with Jess. I like them because they're 10. Because Jess is what? over there, and she's just like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no! There's there's a video and a dude. He's got like really long Final Fantasy, you know, white right. hair, and he's like trapped in an igloo, and he's <laughs> wandering around in an igloo. And Jess is like, "Yeah." Wow. Do you know what everyone said every time I play Final video. Fantasy? Why are you that girl? And I'm like, "I'm not a girl. That's a guy." <laughs> yeah. It really did raise a lot of questions about Jess, though, because oh it's like, gosh. but can you do Jess's she's, reaction she's again like, when she's watching the video? <laughs> Jess, can you do it now with your voice? Oh no! It, no, it did. did. I think it was even involuntary. Like she may not have even known. <laughs> like you guys are, like packing your suitcases. Like, well, she's gonna leave sometime, right? Yeah, she's, and she's mm. like, it's kind of like the uh, the unconscious sounds I make when I'm eating a hoagie. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> anyway, we this we were not going to talk about this. I'm sorry. Anyway, the 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 point is is that it's. Jess, I will give you three songs if you can convince me okay. in three songs after we record. Oh, deal. It's kay. on. Yeah. Because so it's, far I've seen two, and I've been like, oh, yeah. It's kind of like watching How I Met Your Mother. Like, it's like, I can see why people like that, but I'm never going to like that. It all sounds like Gundam style. All of it. It's all Gundam style. Ah, There's lots of gun fingers of involved, too. No, no. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they were yeah. like, because I, I showed you several songs with the word bang in the title. 
Lots of gun okay, fingers. That's and, and you know what it is? Whatever. It the word throws bang in Korean, that's like 50 different meanings. Right. <laughs> so... You hear it's, that a lot. It's just because they always bring out like the rapper, and he's the one with the edge. And I'm like, yeah, AJ from Backstreet Boys. I've seen right. this before. Right. So it's, we'll it's see. Totally except what it the is. rappers are better than Americans. They actually, they kind of are. Anyway, let's Damn. let's move let's let, okay. let's let's move on. Uh, uh, the the reason I'm saying this is because it feels like it's been a long time since we were watching three hours of K-pop videos. <laughs> Uh, but uh, it's so good to be ago. back. It's so good to be back. Yeah. It's so yeah. good to be back Welcome recording. Back. And so, thanks, man. Uh, so did I miss anything here other than you got better? I, I got better, which is nice. Uh, Jess got worse. I got worse. How's your crowdfunder to meet Kate Beckinsale? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, how much money did you make in the week uh, that we were gone? Audience, I know I kind of sold myself short on the show by saying it was one of the top five worst things I've ever done in my, li- my life. But could you please support me in <laughs> oh doing gosh. one of the worst things? Because it was doing really well until that episode came out. Right, because right? you did coin quarters for Kenny, and everyone kind of jumped on that bandwagon. Yeah, it's wagon. Quarters, quarters for Kenny. But then I think they actually just donated quarters, because that's kind of where we stayed. So how much have you made? You, you were at 140 bucks. 140 We're now at 179 <laughs> And granted, that's more than I could ever expect to get, right? Yeah, but that's not going to get it done. But, I mean, this is Kate Beckinsale, and this is... The, the number one woman I think on people, the planet. You know what I think? You know what? Here's what I think it is. Um, if it was to meet Kate Beckinsale at anything other than uh, the shyster fest that is Fan X. Well, and I, I think it's um, the, the situation. It's like because we'll only see her for about a minute or a minute and a half. But what we're going to do is try to document this and record Joel and myself uh, making make, making idiots out of ourselves, basically. Right. So it will be us being like, hey, uh, we have a. <laughs> We record it's a podcast, and you're pretty, and your name is pretty, and it's our podcast, and, and Kevin point, Bacon's you're, there. You're pepper sprayed by by her 850-pound Samoan right. bodyguard. Especially as we shove our phones into her face, Yeah, and it's just going to be a disaster. So why not make that happen? Kenny D has already made the wedding sack. <laughs> oh, oh, from, okay. from Borat? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I've been watching Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, so I also know how to steal women. Uh, sobbing, sobbing women. Is that uh, what you're going to start singing when you get up there, Kenny? After we kind of have a, a moment alone. So you made 40 bucks in a week. Yeah. Get on the ball. <laughs> I'm the worst person <laughs> oh ever. You really are. Quarters for Kenny sucks. Well, is what You know, there's a K-pop band coming to, you, not Utah, so anyways, coming to the United States. I think that people should support me to let me go and see them. See, this is what I was it's, worried it's about. See what you, Kenny. I'm one Look of the first done. ever GoFundMe starters in the world. <laughs> And people now have seen it as so popular yeah. that they're trying to get uh, raise money for cancer sure. or for funerals or to see K-pop bands. Or, you know, when, my friend's still really, trying, going to, trying to go or to Or to see their, their dying grandmas. That's, that's fine. But really, let's think about priorities and let's think about my wish. Kenny wants to smell Kate Beckinsale. I just want to smell her. <laughs> I may try to kiss her on the cheek, but if I could just get a nice whiff of her hair. Swift. Mm-hmm. Swift. A whiff. They smell whiff. I'll give you $100 if you go up to her and ask if you can have a lock of her hair. What if I just cut it camera? <laughs> That's $200. $200? Like, as they're taking the picture, you, like, pull you out your scissors? just reach up and just snip. Oh, I was thinking just, like, biting it off. <laughs> I hope she never listens That's to That's assault, that. brother. That's assault. Uh, so, anyway. So, so anyways, we so will be sharing the quarters GoFundMe Quarters for Kenny link. sucks. No, 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 no. We'll, show, we'll share the GoFundMe link. I know it's silly, but, man, it will be a funny story after. 
and I think everyone should should help out, even though it's really it silly. will be worth watching for sure, <laughs> right? And we're gonna do a whole really show fun. on this on Bacon Cell That's for our assuming 50th you show. can get past the front gates, which you are banned from these events, by the way, right? From the shysters that <laughs> they'll, control they'll take money, they'll take money. Oh, they'll take money, right? That yeah. So sure they will. Please help. The devil himself could walk to the front doors, and if he had money, they'd let him in. Yeah, and here I am. So um, let yeah, me in. And <laughs> yes, there's that. Um, really, which, which really speaks to me because I can't get in. So. Right. <laughs> Um, yeah. I did. If, if it makes you feel better, I think you're better than Kenny, at least. You think I'm better I, than yeah, Kenny? Yeah, I do. Wait, just you in do? general? Kenny's like, yeah, just, in general. Yes, thank you. Kenny's just so a nice. terrible like human being. Uh-huh. You're such a nice person, <laughs> Jess. Me? Unlike Kenny. <laughs> like, you're standing close to me. I mean, I agree he's better, but just to hear it like that. That means that you're in, like, punching distance. I'm just saying. Yeah. Lame. All right, so uh, so let's move on from this. So the, we, we know a couple of things. K-pop is kind of interesting. Um, we're all really tired. Kenny's quarters for Kenny's is not going anywhere fast. It's not going anywhere fast. <laughs> it's, it's the Marco Rubio of of uh, we're, we're still of we're still brothers. hanging in there. You're hanging in there. You're the John Kasich, right? Of I don't know when this is going to air, so he may he may be gone. <laughs> John who? <laughs> what? Yeah. So, but, uh, but you know what you did miss? But I just I was able to share it with you guys before we recorded. Yes, is the new Ghostbusters trailer? Oh yeah. <sighs> I saw you and yeah. Jess. It was weird because um, we, we were two hours ahead, so it was like five in the morning. We had just <laughs> had a bed. No, it's okay because I, I know what Kenny feels when you and I are talking, Jess, at like six in the morning. And I wake oh, up to eighty-four texts back yeah. and forth because I woke up and no, I and I saw talk? you guys going back and forth about the Ghostbusters trailer. Yeah, uh, and you guys, uh, I'll never forgive you. Um, forced, forced Spinari and I to watch it before we started the show. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool, right? Um, is- can I say I called this way back? He did actually. way back. He did. He saw the director on Talking Dead. The director of yeah, the new Paul Ghostbusters Fink. was yeah. Paul Fink. Was yep. on Talking Dead with uh, our buddy Chris Hardwick, who we all love, and Spinari goes, "What a dick! That movie's going <laughs> to suck. I can tell you right now, just from the way this guy acts, that this movie is just going to be the worst thing ever." And Before they had we just even knew announced the cast it. or anything. Honestly, like they had the, announced a cast. The yet. instant they announced that it was going to be an all female cast, I totally was like, not happy. Well, well yeah. Jess, thank you for saying this because. If the three of us said that, um, basically everyone in the media, journalism, whatever, we'll call came us sexist. out, and they called us instant right. sexist. Sure. Uh, you know what? I think it's sexist to create an all-female cast for the sake of having an all-female cast. For novelty. Cast. It's novelty yeah, casting. it's yeah. stupid. Yep. But no longer is, is there this... You know, anger about the all-female cast because the trailer's out. There's <laughs> there's two minutes of, and I'm saying this in quote marks, proof because no one has seen the movie. The movie will probably be fine. I mean, we'll see. No, it it'll won't. be fine. No, yeah, no I, say the movie I'm going to be, be an optimist fine. here. The movie will be funny. Like Paul Feig, he's got bridesmaids. The heat. I hated bridesmaids. Uh, sure, but he has three successes under his belt, and also a spy last year. And so he knows how to handle comedy, especially women doing comedy. But the problem here in this trailer is, oh my gosh, could you cut it out with a comedy? You know what? No, listen. listen. I love slapstick comedy. I'm a huge, Spinari is a huge Abbott and Costello fan. I love the Marx Brothers. I love Laurel and Hardy. I, 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 listen, this sounds really pretentious and kind of douchey, and I'm sorry, but I've studied this kind of stuff. I've watched 
Abbott and Costello and the Three Stooges with the purpose of just understanding what made them so funny. Why yeah. were they so funny? I tried to break it down and really kind of study it because slapstick is such an interesting thing. And this is definitely a slapstick movie. Ish. This done, movie... Done wrong. It may be, honestly, the worst movie I will have ever not seen. Uh, after seeing that trailer, that was... I, it was awful i mean it was awful now everyone else agrees with us because of the the youtube uh dislikes yeah. and likes i didn't see oh those you you actually saw the likes and dislikes yeah there's a hundred thousand likes just under four hundred thousand dislikes right now as yeah. a director you you've, you've got to be pissing your dockers well when you're oh, looking yeah. at numbers there, like there's actually been some uh talk back and feedback here because uh, leslie jones Basically, has gotten a lot of flack because she's she's the let's just say it she's the big black woman. That's who she plays on SNL, and right. once again, she is that role. In she's this the movie. black Ghostbuster because you got to have one of those, yeah. right? And so everyone has kind of mocked the movie because they're like, "Hey, she's not a scientist. She's the streetwise big black lady." And mm-hmm. so they're like, maybe your own movie's racist. And so she came back and said, why can't normal people just be Ghostbusters? Like, what's the problem? And she got kind of hurt. Like, she was like, I'm going to quit social media. There's way too much hate out there. And so the director's now coming out on Twitter and said, F all you haters. Like, it sounded a bit oh like Kanye West. Gosh. No, this movie's terrible. It has nothing to do... It, it doesn't have anything to do with race. It doesn't have anything to do with sex. If it was funny, people would go... It's quality yeah. product. How many times do we say quality product when we're talking about creating a film on this show? If it's good, people are going to respond to it. Period. Okay. But, um, but this is... Aw- I mean, this... Honestly, that was probably the worst trailer I've ever seen. It's up there with Van Helsing for me. As far as the worst oh, thing I've ever seen. Oh, I'm sorry, Jess. Yes. I'm sorry. Hey, Come on. No, I, I'm, I'm better than Kenny. I'm better than Kenny. <laughs> But well, I didn't. I, I didn't like that movie I like that movie too. Oh, no, but how old were you guys when that no, movie came out? Was I was probably. Seven. I think I was in like high school. Yeah, it's one of the only movies I've ever walked out of. It is garbage. It's garbage. Oh. Um, and this trailer looks. This thing looks so so awful. Look, insultingly <laughs> awful. If this were called like Spirit Squad, and it, it wasn't directly tied. To one of the all-time film classics from 30 years ago. The best movie ever made. Which I watched, Granted, by the way, last night. I just right. watched and it. It's and it's still amazing, Oh right? my gosh, it's so good. I mean, Ghostbusters 2 did enough to tarnish the reputation there, sure. <laughs> but, I mean, it's still watchable. It still is okay. It's a classic. Yeah. So, and it holds up so the well. The thing that irritates me about this is that this mo- at the beginning of the trailer, it says, 30 years ago, four scientists saved the world, right? Yeah. Or to save New York. Save yes, New York. Yes. Yeah. yeah. In the world because it goes. Because you know, it's yeah. New York. But of whatever. <laughs> but this movie, even though it references that, mm-hmm. is a reboot. Yeah. Yeah, right down to the car. Like, like right down to well, the They're car. not even saying right 30 right. years ago there was an incident in Manhattan. They're saying, oh, hey, there's ghosts all of a sudden. There's someone building a device to. Yeah. Uh, m- that's, bring up that's ghosts, a big ghosts or whatever. Activity. I was, whatever. I got pretty art farty on Kenny when we were watching this uh, from a writer's standpoint. Right. I, yeah. I'm, I'm a real dick when it comes to movie <laughs> writing. I really am. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm watching this and, and it's uh, Melissa, what's her face? McCarthy. McCarthy. Yeah. yeah. I keep wanting to say Melissa Manchester. Um, <laughs> Melissa McCarthy is saying, like there's somebody that's created a paranormal device that is increasing paranormal activity in New York. And I lean over to Kenny and I'm like, because somebody would do that. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Why would you even? What's yeah. the bad, what would be the point of this? Yeah, it's really like a, It's like a bad Super Friends plot in the 1970s cartoon. I, I love that in the trailer they pretty much give out the whole plot of the. Mo- You've seen the movie. Yeah. You've seen, seen the, the whole trailer. movie, right? Um, Melissa McCarthy gets possessed. 
The big fat black lady slaps her around. Then the ghost runs away because you do that when you're getting slapped around by a big fat black lady. And, and I'm backing the, the away ghost, right the now. The ghost. They made the movie. All I'm doing is saying what happened. Right. <laughs> the the ghost looked like the ghost off of the Haunted Mansion, which was another absolutely terrible movie. Which made me mad because it's probably my favorite ride at Disney. It's, yeah. It's kind of disappointing to me because the director said months ago that this will be a scary version of Ghostbusters. It's not scary, it's not scary at all. No. But it, the thing is, they're all comedians here. Even in the originals, you watched the other night. There last are, night, last there, night, last night, there yeah. are straight like straight men in this movie. I mean, yeah. Bill Murray is probably the biggest comedian there yeah. as a character, and he's still just the cynical guy. No, you know what's funny is I, I, you brought up a really cool point. I'm watching this. Bill Murray is kind of the straight guy. Yeah, yeah. In this, like, who it, would you say is the comic relief? Rick Moranis, maybe. Uh, well, there's there's a couple of subplots. I would say yes, right. but but. Because uh, even Dan Aykroyd, I mean, funny things happen to him, but he's not this comedian that's throwing jokes at the screen. They like play their characters. All three of them straight. play it fairly straight. Yeah, which is what you should do. These guys, um, I'm, uh, uh, I was mad when I saw the trailer, right? Because I, the first Ghostbusters, yeah. like we've said, we just said it's, it's my it's, favorite movie of all time. Like when oh, I had really? sleepovers, is that, is that really number would, one? Number one of all time. Wow. When I had oh, sleepovers, I would make my friends. I wish that was Ghostbusters I, music so I know, bad. I was hoping. <laughs> this, is, Sorry. this is great. It's, it's Adam. Oh, okay. It's tour, Adam. Tour manager. Hey, hey Adam. Adam. Um, yeah, Who, you I, guys all know and love. <laughs> when I had sleepovers, I would make my friends watch Ghostbusters. Like, seriously, they came over and they're like, we're watching Ghostbusters again, aren't we? I'm like, yes, we are. Like, this is I how much that. I love this movie. Oh, it's great. Well, don't don't go happened. see this. I'm not going to. <laughs> don't you? I'm not. I have no intentions to see this. So you guys are saying no one wants to no. be my guest at no. Ghostbusters? Uh, oh, hell no. Jazz. No. Oh, don't you dare! You see how fast she turns? Would you? Would you? <laughs> yeah. For realsies. Yeah. Hey, Kenny, you're a lot better than Jess. I've been hated so much. Hey, thank you so yeah, much. Right. I've been waiting Way to be better, better than, than someone. <laughs> Way better than Whatever. Jess. I'm the best here. So, Except for maybe true. Spinari. Oh, 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 don't kiss up now. <laughs> don't even. So, uh, so this is a, you're you're legitimately like you're not no. just being the fly in the ointment here. You are legitimately trying to give this movie a chance. I want to be the devil's advocate because I feel like we're all crapping on this movie. Look, look, <laughs> we should. There be. will be I would jokes set this that, movie on fire and take a big no. steamy pee all over it. I'm just saying, if it weren't as tied to the the legacy of a movie that we know and love, this is like remaking Back to the Future. Right, this is a bad idea. Which you should yeah. never even we consider. Should, exactly, and so Why they shouldn't be do doing that? Ghostbusters. I just think someone needs to say, "Look, the director has made funny movies before. He he knows how to create chemistry within a group of actors, and hopefully he'll do that here." Um, do and you know? Do do any of you know? I know Jess and you have kept better tabs on this than Spinari and I, but. Um, what do the original Ghostbusters say about this? Okay, so Bill Murray is going to cameo in this movie. Okay, so he agree. He so he's probably behind it then. No, yeah, a little bit. Like he'll show up for like Ish. ten seconds. He's probably getting points on the yeah. back end. Yeah. Well, if Bill Murray, he'll just walk around New York and hey, be in Bill, movies just because he's Bill Murray. Bill Murray's like, just like hey everyone, happy to be Bill Murray. Sure. Are you guys filming someone? Sure. Uh, Dan Aykroyd. I don't know if he's kind of in with them now but he's been against he, this totally movie from the start it. because right. he's had his own pitch for about 15 he's years he's tried for years yeah and it's never worked out so they're just going to create a uh the real ghostbusters animated movie which comes out later this year and so that was actually a pretty good cartoon they're actually making the their own he's yeah. making his own projects he would still like to do a an original ghostbusters follow-up 
I like I wish it. they would. I, yeah. I honestly, I mean, they're really old. They're old. I mean, Bill Murray's but, looking well, really bad. I mean, but. bring in new people and just like have no. the older cast there. Well, but honestly, don't, what like, happened reboot is it. you get Jonah Hill and you get people like Channing Tatum. No, no. Sort of thing. No, no don't no, do no, that. No, no, no. Don't, we'll see. Don't do it, that. I mean, if who we could see. Ca- who would you cast? I mean, honestly, who would you cast? Henry Cavill. Well. No, man. No, no. no. <laughs> I love but, the guy, but he's way too straight. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Honestly, he's, he's a flat guy. Like, I, I kind of think if you're going to, like, bring in new people, it has to be new, totally different characters. Because I see this yeah. happening in the trailer. Is they're like, hey, look, this is the Egon character, and they should this do is the, the Osmond character. He, he, and they should do the, the Osmond yeah. thing and just have, like, the Osmond kids. Have the Ghostbusters like, get, like they're get training the Mc, up new ones? Get the McLovin kid. Get him. <laughs> oh yeah. Get um. I don't know. Get Stop some. that. I think they should go <laughs> get if, James Franco. If anyone can match like the sarcasm, like the 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 mood of Bill Murray back in the day, I would say it's Bradley Cooper now. Sure. Yeah. I but I would love to see people who were like like a Jude Law in this sort of movie. I don't want to uh-huh. see James Franco and his buddies take on a I Ghostbusters see. movie. You know what? No. You know who'd be great? You should get Jude Law, but he should play Rick Moranis's kid. <laughs> right. <laughs> I right. think that would be yes. a genius yeah. move. <laughs> um, what's his name? Egon. Yeah. No, 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 Egon no. was the other guy. Egon's Harold Ramis. Yeah. Oh, who's, what Ramis. was Rick Moranis' character? Oh, wait, hold on. Hold on. Oh, my gosh. People oh my gosh. are screaming why at us right we, now. Why are I can't we think of it. Hold on. Is Stanley? What is it? No, it's not. Because you had what? you had Ray, you had Peter, Ray, and... and um, Winston. And e- Egon. Peter, Ray, Winston, Egon. Are yeah. four Ghostbusters. Okay. And then you had... Um, you had Annie Potts. I, I spelled it so fast. My phone was this Rick Marinus Fustbusters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, I'll, uh, Rick Moranis was genius. Lewis, yeah. Lewis, 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 Lewis Tully. Lewis, 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 Lewis Tully. Thank you for yeah. yelling at us. Yeah. We deserve it. Yes. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Jess's favorite movie, everyone. Chunga watched this movie last night. I did. I was laying in bed. I'm tired, man. I'm right. tired. I'm I don't think old. I've watched it for like a couple, like a year or so. A oh, couple it's, years. It's, I need to go back and rewatch it. If you guys have Comcast, if you have the like the X1 Xfinity platform where you can get all the on-demand stuff, uh, it's on there. As Just, if I it's don't a, it's already own this movie. Well, I do too, but it's it's a weird thing. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that go through this. Yeah. I've, I've got, I can see it right from where I'm looking. I can see it in, in my, yeah. uh, like on my wall uh, with all the it's DVDs. It's easier to stream. Totally. Yeah. I, that There's dust on all those because right. it's all on you Netflix or whatever. You know what's really funny about Ghostbusters that I grew up on growing up? <laughs> that was a stupid sentence, but anyways. So we had... <laughs> Holden. <laughs> Holden. 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 So a lot of times we had movies that we would record when they were on TV. You know those, the the, uh, the drug the, the drug <laughs> farm in Tropic Thunder? Yeah. Where all the Vietnamese, they only had one movie. Right. And it was Simple Jack. <laughs> That was that was Jess in Holden with Ghostbusters. <laughs> and so you guys wanna have a you guys wanna have a sleepover? <laughs> Ghostbusters. Let's watch a movie. Ghostbusters. Or it's let's watch the movie. Hey, Chunga, the movie. Could you let Jess talk a little bit more, please? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm trying to listen to her voice. I'm sorry. Closing my eyes. All she's doing is just gasping. It's kinda like, yeah. Mm. Anyways, anyways. So we had like a recorded from TV version. So then I bought the DVD, and I'm like, I don't remember this part, because they cut out all the naughty bits. Oh, oh so you yeah. had, the, you had so, the recorded from TV version. I had the recorded from TV, and I was like, I don't remember this Isn't part Isn't it weird up. what you don't think of when you're a kid, though? Because I remember seeing that whole Dan Aykroyd ghost thing. I yeah. never did. And not, not knowing or caring. The Dan Aykroyd's getting... Getting, getting a ghostly b- blowjob? Yeah. yeah I mean, that's really easy. <laughs> no, but that's... You would like it. 
Like, I don't know one dude on the planet that wouldn't be curious. Uh, come on, Kenny. Yeah. High five. High five. High five, my white brother. So, um, yes. Weird. We're pretty tired. It can make the shows better or not. Simple, so Jack. Sorry. So. Do you know why I'm happy people are worried about this trailer in this movie? Why is this I'm going to change the subject altogether. I think you probably should because she's gone. <laughs> Jess has gone bye-bye. So we're, so we're Jess. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to geek out for a little bit. Oh, well, okay. people love that when we are do Are you guys that. okay with this? Well, of course. Yeah, okay. yeah. Like we didn't do that about Ghostbusters just now. Right. Or about K-pop for 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, my word. Yeah, this is just a big like... Nerd fest. Nerd fest yeah. of sorts. Yeah. So... The movie to be worried about before Ghostbusters was was mentioned was Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice, because so much is riding on this movie. And f- please feel free to jump in at any point because I kind of want to explain what's going on, if there's good buzz, bad buzz, and then kind of where the movies are going to go from here. Well, this is number one. It's coming out at a very interesting time because yes. normally yeah. we are in movie wasteland. Yep. Uh, there are no good movies, but they decided to release this early because of uh, there was what Suicide Squad, which is coming out in the summer. No, it's a conflict with uh, Captain America Three. Oh, Captain America Civil Three, War. that's what it's Civil War. Yeah. And they were coming out the same day, and DC was like, you know what, Captain America Two did really well, mm-hmm. and Man of Steel got mixed reviews. So, and by the way, this is me just jumping into their minds real quick. I think I think you're spot on. We're actually. going to move from that May release date, and we're going to go to end of March. And just give it a shot. Well, it's safe to do. I mean, Daredevil broke a whole bunch of records. And Deadpool, yeah. There, there, excuse me. Dead, Deadpool. What did I say? Daredevil. 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 That was totally wrong. Wow. There's a <laughs> lot of nerds. I've just been cast into... Uh, yeah, it's Deadpool. <laughs> well, Follow Daredevil really on Netflix is starting season two next <laughs> week. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, With hey. the Punisher and Electra. Daredevil. I will be taking work Netflix. off the next day. The Ben Affleck Daredevil ruined it for me. Well, yeah. right. It's a great comic the, book character. The Netflix yeah. is pretty awesome. Though. Is it? Off to, I haven't checked that. There's some pretty brutal beatings which make it kind of awesome. There are good moments. I had a near yeah. miss. Can I just tell you before we get into this? I had a near miss. Did uh, I almost hit you again? No, 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 no. Uh, Shannon. Uh, who she will, will I mean refuses to appear on any of these shows ever? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we're embarrassing. Uh, I, <laughs> she, yes, right. She yeah. doesn't like us very much. Anyway, she she oh, loves you guys. She, she loves does. you guys, and we love Shannon. Um, but she was saying she says to Spinari and I uh, a couple of days ago, um, like it was actually what was it yesterday? Right when we got home from Miami, she says to us, "Hey, uh, I really want to start watching. I want to binge watch a, a new show while we're waiting for Game of Thrones." And yeah. Yeah. she likes to binge watch. That's her thing. That's her new deal. Yeah, binge watching. She loves it. Uh, and so she's like, um, what do you guys think about Arrow? Have you heard about Arrow? And I was like, oh, we got homework to do. <laughs> Wait, so you let her watch it, but you wouldn't watch it with her? Well, we uh, just told her, we said, we're not, we're not watching. Right. Yeah. And then she went, okay, all right, that's fine. But I, that's really the only one I won't watch. I'll watch The Flash. I'll watch Daredevil. I'll, I haven't started any of them. I yet, watched but. Gotham. I won't watch Gotham either. It's so bad. Uh, it's terrible. So bad. Really awful. Um, really, really terrible. Uh, anyway, so uh, so Daredevil. I'm sorry, it, I meant Deadpool. 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 Dead, 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 mm. <laughs> and do you like how I'm like gonna make fun of all the nerds who are like, ah, mm, that's on the top Netflix. of the list. And then I'm gonna be like, well, let's talk about the Justice League, everyone. <laughs> it's because anyway. my voice sounds better than yours. <laughs> From a business standpoint, Deadpool. DC. 
did so well, and yes. everyone was surprised by yeah. it. They were probably safe to move up uh, Superman versus Batman, well, right? That's it. Even Deadpool scheduled in February, like you said, in the wasteland. Right. Boom. Just atom bomb. So Batman Superman is like, hey, can we ride this for a little bit? I mean, hopefully people are ready for another big one. And this one will be taking itself very seriously, if not a little too seriously. Well, too I'm, seriously? Yeah. It's, I Look, I'm going back and forth on this just right out of the shoot because, Kenny, you really are the expert here. I am proud to say I'm, I'm very much an expert on Batman. I love Batman. Have since I was a kid. I know right. all the Batman comics and have them all and I just love Batman. Uh, almost got to play him, which was I, I let you guys hear the tapes. I think I yeah. did a good. Kenny did a didn't like job. it. He did amazing. Oh come on! Well, Kenny doesn't well, like anything. Come on, Spinari and Jess. You know me. Very, I'm, a, I'm a Conroy Kenny guy. I'm a Kevin no Conroy soul. guy. And so <laughs> you listen. You actually listen to the. Uh, you sounded to the great, tapes. but you know me. I'm a, and he went. Mm, I'm a Kevin Conroy guy. Right. <laughs> I'm like you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I think I patted you on the back too. Yes, you. You right. actually patted me on top of my head. Uh that was a bad day. So anyway, um, I love Batman. Uh, this I keep going back and forth. That's what I was trying to say. Is well, I keep going back and forth on this. We, I love it. Then I've like, mentioned mm. this a few times. You've been right. on the Ben Affleck train since the beginning when all of us said, "What?" This yeah. is back when we had How the radio show. Right. This was back on the radio show. I came I in was, crying that day. You were so mad. Yeah, the Ben Affleck was cast. Oh, right. Okay. It's like rich boy and play, Jiggly, <laughs> stupid movie. <laughs> Everything, Jiggly, by the way, but. Everything I've seen, he looks fantastic. So, as Bruce Wayne, as Batman. Yeah. yeah. There has been negative buzz about this movie, obviously from the second trailer, which was really underwhelming. And there has been positive buzz. More recently, it's been positive. In fact, they just showed it to theater owners today because they always have to do that before. Yes. Right. Just so theater owners can be like, yep, I want that in my theater for eight weeks in the biggest theater, in right. the biggest right. screens. Right. And so they just showed it today. I'm still waiting on word because I cannot help myself. This is, like I said, this is the, the level of information for Star Wars that we all kind of went after sure. a few months ago. Sure. Yeah. This is it for me. <laughs> like if this... Mo- okay. I have woken up in the past two months. I wish people could see how excited I know. I'm raising both like, hands and pointing my fingers out how animated He's his like, body oh language is. I've had three nightmares in the past two months where what, literally... Really? I walk out of this movie and I'm watching the movie going, oh yeah, this movie's okay. I just, uh, and then I go, by the end I go, I just can't convince myself anymore. This is a really mediocre movie. And I, I leave the theater being sad and I wake up in a cold sweat going, no, no, oh, oh, it's just a dream. And my teeth are still there. Okay. Are you able to, are you able to do, look, I'm able to do this. I'm, I'm hundred percent able to do this. I don't know if you are though, because if you are, you should. And that's just put your critical self aside, have the suspension of disbelief, and just tell yourself ahead of time, look, I'm, I'm just going to choose to like it. I do that shit all the time. She does, with everything. With everything. Um, especially sex, which is weird. Um, I, I will say I, that... That was in the vault! <laughs> all right. I won't get so, into it. No, when, whenever I see... And people that know me are going to know this, but whenever I see a new Christopher Nolan movie, I go... Mm-hmm. Look, I'm going to like this movie regardless. And I go yep. in with bias. And then I kind of wait. I mean, the movie does. I didn't know this was Chris Nolan. That did no, this. it's not. It's oh, not. Okay. Generally, okay. any Chris Nolan movie, I'm like, I'm going to love it no matter what. And I'm so excited and I can't lower my expectations. And thankfully, sure. he's met or exceeded the bar every time. Mm-hmm. But this movie, I, I have to honestly take this, I call it my hard drive of expectations from this slot in the way up high and move it just down here. Because uh. I cannot, 
I cannot pump this movie up for myself because I will be, I'll walk out disappointed. It will be my bad dream. Why don't you let me be the critic on it? I'm tired of superhero movies. So you should just go and just love it. I'll be yeah, the critic on it. Just go and be happy. Well, that's the thing. Everyone will. Like I walked out of Man of Steel, and I was like, I was like, holy crap, that movie blew me away. I loved it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. had some flaws, definitely. I but, keep trying to get Spinari to watch you. But, watch but it. what it did? Why? I mean, granted, it's another superhero movie, and the origin was a little bit. You really hate strange. Superman, don't you? Really hate Superman. But it's a See, good movie. And it's actually really good. This is where I'm going to come in. Okay. I am the Superman defender. Yeah, I always, you, always you has been oh, Superman gosh. v. Batman. I hope Superman wins. What? No what? Get out! <laughs> I think you're the only one. Yeah, I might be. You might be. I don't know one person that Who thinks places that... Superman above Batman ever. Look, like Batman's no, the number one superhero. Superman is the best. Said nobody ever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Except Kenny. It's always Batman. Yeah. It's... What are you speaking? Your lies. Look, Get. if Christian Bell were facing off against Henry Cavill, then yeah. We'd have we'd oh, have a pretty fair fight no. in my mind. I'd probably go with Henry Cavill in that instance. Would you? I wasn't a Christian Bale Batman. Those movies were great. Don't get me wrong. I didn't really like the Bane, well, uh, the way Bane was portrayed. Yeah. You know, it's funny actually. Um, Christian Bale is like his own worst critic, and yeah. he actually said, you know, he's like, I thought the the first movie was okay. I thought the character of Bruce Wayne was developed, but he's like, once every everyone saw Heath Ledger, like even I was like, holy crap! Like how am I going to match that? And he's yeah. like, he uh, yeah. he actually said my character wasn't as ve- developed after that because that was such a powerhouse. And he, he that's yeah. he's exactly right. It, it was um, w- throughout all those Batman movies though, uh, and this is one thing that I do worry about with this movie. Uh, I've had a couple of different Batmans on my radio show back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I've had a couple of different Batmans on. We had Clooney on. We had Michael Keaton on. We had... Um, I'm sure you had Kilmer. Uh, we did have Kilmer on. Right. <laughs> um, but for the 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 uh, the new Batmans, we actually had Chris Nolan on. We didn't have Christian right. Bale on. Right. Uh, and we, I got in this big... I was hating on Heath Ledger as the Joker. It was before we had seen it. Yeah. And... It, this is unprecedented when people are doing pressers. It this never happens. But Chris Nolan was so concerned about what I thought of Heath Ledger playing the Joker, he stayed on after we went off the air and said, "Look, I'm sticking around because you and I need to talk this out," which was really weird, right? Yeah. Um, because I got off the air. I'm like, "Look, dude, it's good. It's, it's cool, man. Go do. You've got 90 interviews to do today. It's all good. Mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna go." He's like, "No, no, no, no. You don't understand." You don't understand what this guy is doing. It is absolutely. And and I said, can you can you send me a picture? And he goes, you have no idea how badly I want to send you a picture. He said, just trust me on this. Please trust me on this. It is going to blow everybody away. What he's doing is that he was actually in production at the time. Well, in fact, they were shooting at the time. There was a picture leaked of Heath Ledger walking to his trailer with Mm -hmm. his stringy green hair. And everyone said, well, he looks like crap. Yeah. This movie will be awful. And then he released the promotional just face shot. Uh, with him looking in the camera. Yeah. TV screen. Yeah. Yes. Um, it, no. it really, he really, Nolan knew what Heath Ledger wanted to do. And he knew the power it was going to have. But, right. but the reason I say this is because every villain is kind of the highlight. Because Batman is kind of limited as far as a character goes. It's a dual character. Bruce Wayne and Batman are two different characters, basically. Yeah. But they're they're somewhat limited. So you you have to have those really colorful villains. Which is why he does. Yeah. yeah. And the, or yeah. the movie isn't going to work. Now, with this one where you have Superman and Batman, and they're both really, really kind of limited in their scope. Uh, because they're so overdeveloped and their alter egos are overdeveloped. If the villain isn't, where's the villain at? But it's Lex Luthor 
which is also limited. That's so that's where no. I'm kind of see know. what I think is we're seeing everything that we wanted to see from the comics. Finally, we're seeing Batman who doesn't trust Superman. Right. He's saying if there's a one percent chance that this alien from the sky can blow us all up, we need to take him out. And this is exactly how it is in the comics. Right? I, They're I, being I, so I have faithful, comics, maybe yeah. even almost to a fault. Lex Luthor is all new, and honestly, I'm more excited than disappointed okay, we all, to we see... We all know who wins this fight. If you follow the comics, we all know who wins. Right. I don't, I don't know if we want to say, because I think most of the people haven't yeah. read the comics. But what we're going to see is, are these two on screen for the first time ever. So whether it's a really mediocre movie or not, it's Batman and Superman on screen. These are the, number one and number two. And Wonder Woman, for that matter. She's and number two. three, which ah. I was going to, yeah, Wonder yeah. Woman. I'm not happy with the Wonder Woman. You're crazy. I am not, I'm not crazy. I'm the same way. How could you? Because she's not a great actress, I don't think. Yeah. I think she's a terrible actress. Who is it? Who is it? The Gal person? Gadot. Gal Gadot. Mm. <laughs> just wait. Right? See? Oh, you oh, guys. Kenny, Kenny, you look, just look, like look, her. I'm holding my opinion. I'm holding my opinion. prancing off into battle and jumping and. Prancing off? Yeah. She looks like the biggest badass on the planet. My, 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 big, my biggest argument eh. for, for Wonder Woman being in this is does she need to be in this? No. Uh, it's probably not. So, and that's kind of where I was leading. This movie will be the catapult to everything that follows. And if with, this with like Justice League and everything. That's why I'm saying if the, if there's some failure here, DC's going to be a little scared. In fact, I think they're going mm-hmm. to rely more on the next movie coming out, Suicide Squad, which has already already been greenlit for a sequel. So many already? many people have seen this movie in the studio and they're like, yeah. "Yes." Kind of like Deadpool. Deadpool came out and they're like, "Yep, sequel." Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Well, um uh, okay, so I go back. Like I, I'm still nothing. I I, I want to like this thing because you know what a Batman fan. I'm a huge right. Batman yeah. fan, and, and, and I'm and the potential is if this movie is good. If Ben Affleck is invested as we hope he I is, I predict he's going to be the best Batman. Yeah. He ever. will. He will direct the next Batman. He will use Which, his the screenwriter Chris Terrio, who also helped him write Argo. They will create a solo Batman movie, which honestly will be like the Red Hood storyline or something deep and dark. That would be I just awesome. cannot wait. There is that trend, and this trend hopefully will bring me back to the superhero movies, which is dark and hyper-violent. Which, because it's really hard to read the graphic novels like The Dark Knight and right. The Crow and some of these great, and, and even the Deadpool stuff, Yeah, and then go watch a superhero movie like The Avengers. Like Ant-Man. You, or, or Ant-Man, because you right. feel insulted. You feel like uh, it's like not even don't a market. You, don't the market. you almost feel like they're almost too dark, like too much to, Like I can't watch all the Batman movies straight. Really? Because it's just too much for oh, me. Oh man, hmm. just too much. That's my definition of. I'm like, like a fun oh my Friday gosh, night. you're just a whiny little orphan bitch. Shut up. What? The? <laughs> That's how I feel. I would try to He's a ninja. Just, just as hardcore, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just it's hardcore. just they just seem like oh my gosh, my life sucks. I'm depressed all the time. When it's in that dark place all the time, it's like, oh my gosh, just enough already. Well, when it comes to superheroes, me personally, I know people disagree that Jess, <laughs> Jess, you actually bring up a really good point for a lot of people. For me, I, I just I think want them to be more I dynamic. I think you need to be halfway insane to even consider putting on a, a, a mask and running around the streets. Right. Yeah. idea. So I, I kind of like that I would just prefer idea. them to be more dynamic, I guess, instead of just stuck in the same mood. Like, the tone of the movie... Is very much like it doesn't change at all. There's no really like 
Eberflow. You think it's just dark all it's, the way down? It's just kind of monotonous. It's going to be me. kind of interesting, don't you it think? It feels though? super monotonous. Um, it's and this is why Spinar, you need to watch Man of Steel. Okay, because I think it's going to be really interesting to see Superman in a dark environment because Man of Steel isn't dark. Uh, well, well at the beginning, it's at the beginning, it is. Than, it's darker than the other I would Superman say it, movies. The have way been, it ends is the darkest thing you may be seen in terms of collateral damage. In fact, you're watching this going. Where's my Boy Scout? I want my Boy Scout. I can't. I can't remember. Maybe I fell asleep. <laughs> I can't remember oh the. Can they speak to it honestly? Because the, yeah. no, I have to go. I can't. I honestly, I honestly, I, I can't remember the okay. end of Man uh, of Steel. I will go watch it for the, you guys. The last fight is forty-five yeah. minutes long, and you're going, "Whoa, Superman is a dick. Superman is willing to let thousands of people die, but that's a superhero. Like, if someone's fighting mm. in the middle of a city." Like, it's not going to be like, hey, some people died off screen. We're not going to worry about it. Let's yeah. go shawarma. Well, doesn't it's, this pick up after that fight? And that picks up right after. Well, not right after. But because of that because fight, Bruce Superman going, is hey. in deep trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Which he, which he would be if this were. Right. If, right. The, if the alternate universe didn't allow superheroes to destroy cities. Right. So. And I'm not saying it has to be bright and happy all the time. I'm just saying when you have the same tone throughout, like, and a movie needs to have a certain tone. I'm just saying when it's the same kind of level through the entire movie, it gets really boring to me. So that's why I can't binge watch all the Bat- all the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, because they're all just kind of the same. See, I, I need consistency. I don't want a change of pace. I, like all of a sudden something to be really lighthearted or something to be overly heavy all of a sudden. Yeah, I agree. Like, uh... granted, I think Marvel movies work and they do work because they are constantly... Funny, but you know like, what? That, that pace I think they suck souls. ass. Well, I, I, <laughs> yeah, but the mark would disagree with you. Yeah. Honestly, I think that in order to have like the darker tones, you need the lighter tones in there as well. I mean, Shakespeare was the best at that. Like he'd have a murder, and then the next scene, there's like some funny guy talking, That's true. and it's just that contrast is what makes it a really deep movie to me. Yin and Yang, dude. I'm sorry, I don't think we've seen Shakespeare. You, you know who than... else did it really well? John McClane, Die Hard. Well, I agree. I agree. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. He's he's barefoot. He's stuck, but he's still got the humor. <laughs> sorry, I just wanted to see if I could grind it to a, a, right. a complete yeah. halt. Thank you, and I succeeded. Hey, thank you. I'm sorry. So I mean, and honestly, this is a great conversation to have because, like Jess, I know you were a fan of Marvel, especially X Men, which I don't think is super super funny all the time. No, it's not. There's a mix of lightheartedness and end of the world. Stuff going on. The funny well, isn't really I, funny. It, yeah. it's, it's, it's a really half assed like. It's like very much, I mean, and that's to me what makes the story a lot deeper and more realistic versus like super dark and depressing all the time. See, in, in, in a way, like m- many people, including myself, don't consider The Dark Knight to be a superhero movie because I think it transcends it. It's a crime drama and it's going to be dark the entire time because that's the serious kind of movie it is. Mm-hmm. I'll take my critic hat off right now, but. You know, no, but like, you're if, right though. If you're I'm right. looking at like yeah. the, if I'm looking at like man, that is my definition of a comic book movie. It's Spider-Man Two, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man Two, because that movie like just punches right along. There's comedy, there's drama. It's actually pretty good. That's I, I thought think that was a, I thought that was yeah. the best one out yeah. of all of them. Actually, with Doc Ock. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. And so yeah, th- there's this, but but you know, at the same time, Batman had freaking Killer Croc. But guess what? Killer Croc. And that's kind of why Christopher Nolan was even like. Look, thanks for letting me be the executive producer of Man of Steel. I got to back away because my Batman is way more grounded and could never exist in a universe with Superman or mm-hmm. the Green Lantern or any of this. So make your movies. And that's why we're seeing mm-hmm. Killer Croc. 
in the Suicide Squad. Yes. You know, I mean, I love it's, Croc though. And what they're doing? He's one of my favorites. And just to I'm get, I'm not down with he's, that. He's so stupid. I'm all the way not down. Imagine that a character named Killer Croc. Is, he wouldn't be smart because if he was smart, he wouldn't be calling himself Killer Croc. <laughs> that's Friendly really so Croc. Awesome. Yeah. Friendly Croc. <laughs> I, I, I just. Uh, Everyone would be like, why are, you, why are you called Croc? It's my shoes. I'm scared, man. I'm always I'm scared for both. No, you've seen Suicide be, Squad. Because I want to like The trailer. Both. Yeah, and and everything's great if it would have been rated R. Um, we'll Mar- see. Margot Robbie is fantastic. Oh, yeah. I think they, they probably went a little nuts. It was kind of like in Tombstone when they all had the wacky mustaches or in Lone Survivor when they were... It's like the rubber cut movie. Right. Where they're all like... They all have 58 rubber cuts on their faces. Yeah. They had a quota. Like the makeup guys like... <laughs> I'm invoicing you for 58 rubber cuts per character. Pretty much. Um, that's that's kind of how it feels like with the with the tattoos in Suicide Squad, where yeah. they, I think they overdid it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think I think Jared Leto looks fantastic. I think Margot Robbie looks great. Will Smith, I wish so I much know. was not in this movie. I, I know, but yeah. So and just to give, I don't know how much deeper you want me to go into this. No, I I think people look when we're going through the the numbers for Podbash are huge. Uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of people are listening to this stuff, but the ones that the people respond to the most are the nerd stuff that we do. Right, generally yeah. that's, Star that's Wars, what everybody. But you know, bear with me for a little bit longer. It's well, it's actually two things. When we let Jess talk about sex, <laughs> the welcome. numbers go crazy, and when we talk about nerd stuff, right? It's. <laughs> and I'm wanna... kind of the same way. I'm kind of like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Do you want me to talk about sexy nerd stuff? <laughs> Not yet. Let's wait till the end. You know, let's let it build. Right. <laughs> Tell us about all the boys she's kissed back in Holden yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> Which was apparently all of Holden. All of Holden. <laughs> all 18 of them. All 18 of them. So, yeah. You're welcome. So I do want to explain the difference. For, for anyone that like doesn't really care and they're like, hey, I've heard of an Arrow show and a Flash show on the mm-hmm. CW and there's Supergirl on CBS and what's going on here? Are they going to be movies, or why aren't why aren't they movies? Right. DC came out and said, "Look, those shows are going to keep going, but the thing is, we're going to have big screen versions of those heroes." Yeah, the TV versions. So are there's not the a TV version. extended universe where they all meet up, even different channels. Like the Flash is going to who's on channel or CW right. yeah. is going to be on CBS for a Supergirl episode. Okay, that's like. Doesn't CW or don't they have an affiliation? CBS actually is an owner of yeah, CW. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought. It's kind of cool. Like it's kind of cool to see that. But these people who are, let's be honest, I like Grant Gustin, who's who is the Flash. <laughs> they're TV actors. Yeah, yeah. And DC, the the WB, I should say, knows this, and they say, yeah, we're going to have another Flash. He'll he'll be an actor. I love it when they do crossovers on TV shows. Can right. I just tell you, I yeah. really do. I loved it when Simon and Simon was on Magnum PI. Yes. <laughs> I really? loved it. You're going I, there? I loved it when uh, the when uh, Ricardo Montalban as Mr. Rourke was on the Love Boat. <laughs> I, I loved it. Um, and so Doctor this is like, Torchwood. Yes, Sorry. yep, yes, Jess. I don't know. There's Torchwood news. Sorry, Amy. When Phil Collins was on Miami Vice, huh? Huh? So right? I, I just I, I I can't get enough of that kind of stuff. Um, but this leaves me a little. Mm, no, I mean, the the TV shows are what they are. They have audiences. I think Flash is fantastic. Big audiences, actually. They do. Really big audiences, yeah. But for the movies, like, there will be a Flash movie after Justice League, and it will just be an origin story of the Flash. We're, we, yeah. we're going to see him first in this ba- Batman-Superman movie yeah. for a split second, 
you know, okay. pardon the flash term, you but you actually you actually will see the flash. So they really are working to set up Justice League. Then that's what yeah. they're doing. They is they're trying nonstop. To s- are I they mean, going to call them the Super Friends? I hope they do. <laughs> if they don't, it would be a big mistake. I think they totally should. They should be like, what should we call ourselves? And it's like Super Friends Volume One. And then they're like, okay, Justice League sounds way cooler. And Volume yeah. Two, no, is we're the Super Justice Friends. League. Yeah, be- my favorite. Saturday and the reason they should too. be the Super Friends is that Aquaman is a big deal in this universe. Huge, Aquaman. <laughs> Everyone, let's take a. I mean, I own two Aquaman shirts. I love the guy. Right? <laughs> yep. Nazi poster child lives underwater. Yep. He commands seventy percent of this planet, yeah. but he's freaking Aquaman. He rides a seahorse. <laughs> you know? Can I just tell you in the in the in the uh, DC Mortal Kombat game? Yeah. Aquaman's the toughest guy. He is. Yeah. He, and he looks awesome because he's in shiny pants and has a trident. <laughs> he looks like he's right out of Studio 54 in the 70s. No, yeah. Totally. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But, but he's just insanely tough. So I, I think if you can make Aquaman cool and tough, then... Yeah. I'd like to play a Shazam. So in this movie... Oh, yeah, he's awesome. Shazam! We're going to get into that, Jess. <laughs> okay. In this movie, Aquaman is played by Jason Momoa, who is Khal Drogo from Game mm, of Thrones Season he's 1. He's so smexy. Wait. Mm. Hold on. Yes, Hold I, on. I love him. Call Drogo? Yeah. yeah. In Game of Thrones Khaleesi's season one. Khaleesi's husband. husband with all the, the tattoos. And oh, damn. Yeah. The big dude. Damn. Yeah. He's Aquaman. He's Aquaman. Yeah. That's awesome. I that, know. That's a perfect choice. I you was, mean the kid from Entourage totally didn't get it? I'm totally into Aquaman now. <laughs> wow. There's a picture of Call Drogo. As Aquaman? Oh, and so what they're wait, doing, I, need to see. No. I really think That's Aqu- actually really cool. Show, Aquaman show. needs to be a comedy, but oh, it's not going cool. to be. I think Aquaman is silly enough that he's like, guys, I eat fish and chips leave me alone okay i was really afraid they were gonna go with owen wilson oh, which oh like, no hey what? i think i'm gonna go ride that dolphin oh, <laughs> oh wow 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 i wonder if uh, well, well, i wonder what will fit in this blowhole hey that's great wes anderson presents the life aquatic you know it feels kind of like rubber i like that <laughs> Starring Bill Murray, uh-huh. Jason Schwartzman, and all of Wes Anderson's best friends. Yeah. Can this be a character on the oh show, please? Aquaman Just a little bit more. Hold on, I'm going to get some Aquaman quotes for you. I need a smaller codpiece. Is that- no pressure, no hurry. All right. I'm okay with that. Wow. Wow, that's great. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Owen Wilson as Aquaman. DC, make this happen. I think I'm going to call you Whaley. <laughs> Tilda Swinton as Whaley. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so anyway. You know what I, they're doing? They're pushing full steam ahead. They're not even counting on like critical reception in this movie because honestly, this movie will not fail uh, financially. It, it could just fail critically. Yeah. And so they're making two Justice Leagues. And the, I'm That's sorry. Like this is they, gonna, they, they are banking an awful lot. Wonder Woman is pretty much almost done in production. It's a World War One story where uh, Chris Pine is playing Steve Trevor. And it's totally just, we'll see how it goes. No market for it. It's going to tank. I think it's going to be the first superhero hero movie that'll tank. We'll see. But there's um, Shazam where The Rock is playing the villain, Black Adam. Shazam! And I love Shazam. Shazam is a cool story. I think Shazam will be the first one that's kind of like Marvel because it Black really Adam is, is a really underrated villain. Can I just? Oh, say he's great. Yeah. He, yeah, he's a great villain. And uh, and I love Shazam. I think the yeah. whole story of a kid mm-hmm. saying a magic word to become a superhero is the uh-huh. coolest thing ever. It's Even what we all want to be. Didn't make him sure. 
Yeah, absolutely. Is that a little jab? I'm just saying DC didn't make him. Well, he was Captain Marvel, and then what? They took it, took it away, and made him. Shazam. Well, no, it's... no, they said they said it was too much like Superman, and so they sued them for him. Oh, is that what happened? Hmm. Yeah, hey, that's great. <laughs> that's great. So that's Aquaman, the peacemaker. <laughs> Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, okay, so Shazam is going to be in this? No, no, not yet. These movies are all coming after Justice League. So basically they're saying, good till 2020, much like Marvel, we're going to have two movies a year. We're eventually going to make another Green Lantern movie without uh, Ryan Reynolds. Mm -hmm. And it's the Green Lantern Corps. So it's all about these, you know, space police, space soldiers, whatever you want to call them. Mm -hmm. And I think they're going to try to do their best job, hopefully. (laughs) You remember when Sinestro looked like that guy that's on House of Cards? (sighs) The chief of staff. Right. And I like Mark Strong. (laughs) Do you remember that? That was such a bad movie. Right. And I like all the movies. Yeah. Okay. Just as like all the movies. We should move on. I'm sorry. (laughs) in, In two weeks, I will have seen this movie. I will let you know. That soon. Yeah. Ooh. My goodness. And like I said, if it's if it's bad news, I mean, I'll, I'll probably come over here right after after seeing this movie. Yeah. Because it'll be the Tuesday before. Okay. I may be crying. Like, I may need some hugs. Well, are you going to be embargoed, though, or are you going to be able to give us your review? I, as I long think... as we release the show on a Thursday, then we're good. Okay. Then we'll, yeah, we'll definitely do that because I think that um, a lot of people are really looking forward to this. I think a lot of people have really high hopes for this. Uh, very much. It's, I would say it's probably only second to maybe Star Wars as far as um, interest. And this year, Star Wars is not on the map yet with Rogue One. No, yeah. not until the fall. So right. isn't that weird though? There's been no trailers. No, it's a bit strange. Anything. Yeah. I mean, there's been more news about Episode Eight than there has been Rogue One. Yeah. I've heard that it's a Ridley Scott film uh, with Star Wars costumes. It's okay. I've seen about good or bad. That could be a great or bad pictures. thing, honestly. The costume design is awesome. Costumes are really good. It does make me a little weird that we haven't seen a trailer. Right. At all. Um, Reshoots. A lot of reshoots. Yeah, probably. Yep. You know, that's okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, every film goes through reshoots, but they probably um, went back and said, no, we need to... Uh, we need to put Vader in it. We need to do right. some other things yeah. that because the kids are going to be more excited if we can put Vader in the. Look, if they get Hayden Christensen as Vader, I'm a happy man. Well, I, yeah. I'm hearing. I'm hearing. Uh, since we're talking, since we're really nerding out here, I'm right. hearing Let's a couple of things. Forward. I'm hearing a couple of things out of the rumor mill that Hayden Christensen is in fact in this movie, but they're trying to surprise people, yes. and they're keeping, and that's why they're not doing a trailer. Uh, because they don't they don't want to reveal that he's in it until well I saw him working in and out down the street so I don't know <laughs> so so well, you know possible yeah okay. uh, the other thing is is that there's another rumor that Idris Elba has been cast as James Bond in the next James Bond and really I can tell you that one is not true that one's going around that's actually gone viral that everybody's saying that Idris Elba is the guy hmm. uh, and he's not. There have been. I've got inside sources with okay. the Bond franchise, with the Broccoli family, and they're they're like, no, we haven't. You, I will tell you who they have talked to, though. Uh, you don't even know this yet. Uh, they have talked to Damian Lewis to be Bond. Okay. Uh, huh. The Captain Winners from Band of Brothers, Ginger, I, Ginger Bond. I don't think it'll work. I don't know if I, Tom uh, Hiddleston has voiced his. Uh, Tom Hiddleston desire would be fantastic as Bond. I would love Tom. He's a little Hiddleston. gangly, though. That's uh, okay. I think it's uh, I think they could they could bulk him up. I All will right. allow it. Jess will allow it. <laughs> I personally think I think Daniel Craig's coming back for another one. Uh, I think he'll be back for another one. You know, I uh, hope so. 
Yeah, Spinari loves I some Jesse. Him. Uh, I'm done. He's not uh, Bond. Uh, I don't know that you're going to see. I don't know that you're going to see a Black James Bond anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, the Bro- the Broccoli family they are very much traditionalists. They want to keep it as close to the books as they possibly can. And James Bond as a character is a white guy. It's not a racial. It's not a racial thing. They just they have a very they love Ian Fleming, and so they want to try and keep it as traditional as possible. Right. Uh, they always flirt with a black uh, a black actor. They have for years. They actually at one point flirted with Will Smith. As, <laughs> oh, there would be uprising. Oh, you should the see UK. the list of people they've actually read for James Bond. Uh, Henry Cavill almost got it over Daniel Craig. I'd be okay with that. He would be that fantastic. Would have been yeah. I would be willing to bet that he would be the next James Bond. I'm just saying he's he a little tight down. Be the guy. If they can get him out of his commitments, yeah, right. Um, they, uh, if you go back, um, Jeremy Irons read for James Bond. Um, who's the guy from Jurassic Park? Uh, Sam. Uh, Sam Neil. Sam Neil. Oh, okay. Really, back in the was, day, was actually hired as James Bond and then was replaced. Uh, by Pierce Brosnan. They, he was the choice, and then they were able to get Pierce Brosnan, and so they canned him. So there have been a lot of actors. You'd be really, really surprised at the actor. Will Smith was actually in the running to play James Bond uh, during the Daniel Craig uh, selections. So there were a lot of guys that were actually in the role. Um, are you pulling it up right now? People yeah, there's that have a, read for James Bond? There's a, a guy that is my number one pick to play Bond. His name is Aiden Turner. Yeah. He played Keeley in the Hobbit movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's also a Oh, he'd be fantastic. Oh, oh yeah. And he yeah. Is, he's also yeah. being a front runner right now. He would be my choice. Honestly, he's he a young Irish guy, uh, but still, he has the look. He's got a, totally. he's a little bit, he's kind of like a cross between Pierce Brosnan and Timothy Dalton a little bit. Yeah, as right. far but as that's, the look goes. I mean, it's kind of a sinister look. He's very Timothy Dalton-esque. Yeah. Yes. But Timothy Dalton had kind of a, I, I didn't think he was nearly as bad as, as a lot of people thought he was. The movies were bad, but, but him as Bond, he was pretty good. Uh, but this guy, the guy that played Keeley in, in the Hobbit movies, would be fantastic. Right. Yeah. And yeah, there you have Idris Elba, Damian Lewis. Oh, is it, is it actually out? I hope it's not Tom Hardy. No, they're just saying uh, these guys are the front runners. Oh, okay. I, well, see, the oh, Damian Tom Lewis Hardy. thing, when they told me about Damian Lewis, this was two weeks ago, They that was like, they were like all hush hush about and it. And this article's three days ago. Oh, okay. Um, okay. okay. If it was Tom Hardy, big. Oh, money, 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 he would he would have it he would have to do something weird like I want to be the first Icelandic Bond. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to be the first Finnish Bond, just, where I'm going to master the, the the Finn language. Just don't make Spectre again, and I'll be happy. Yeah, dude. <laughs> we'll watch Spectre together. I will be your voice of reason. No, <laughs> has like the least convincing love story of all. Time. In fact, it's a bit sexist. It's yes. a totally unconvincing. It's a hundred percent unconvincing. Right? Yes. It but really it's is. Bond. That's the only no. thing that I didn't like about it. And, I mean, it and feels much classic. Like you with, it feels retro. Much yeah. like you with Batman v Superman. Right. I I just chose to like it. I know. You know. I just right. chose. I was like, um, the girl doesn't work. She all the way doesn't work. She's beautiful. The French actor, or mm-hmm. whatever her name is. Uh, she was great in Mission Impossible th- Ghost Protocol yeah, four. Four. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she was fantastic in that. I think she's very pretty. But she didn't work in that role, and the whole love story was dumb. No. It, was right. just, it was dumb. It was all the way dumb. Um, but but uh, What's-His-Face is Blofeld is great. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. He best, will be. Best Bond behind Casino Royale. You're crazy. Opinion. Oh, I've watched it. Seriously, we've watched Spectre like 17 times. Yeah. Stop it. Oh, we oh, love it. You like it better than Skyfall. Mm. Better than Goldeneye. Mm, way, way better than Goldeneye. Oh, I love Goldeneye. Yeah. Uh, That's my classic favorite. 
Um, I, w- I will say book. this. I will say this that uh, if uh, for those of you that haven't seen Spectre yet, if you do want to, it just came. It's coming out on Redbox. I think this week. Finally, it's making its way to Redbox. If you haven't seen it yet, they do an explosion in the film, which is, it got a world's record. A lot of people don't know this. They think it's CGI. The explosion. There's a massive explosion that takes place near the end of Bond. And it got the world's record for the largest explosion ever captured on film. Has a world record for it. And it's all real. None of it is CGI. It's, it all had to be done in one take, and it's phenomenal. Um, and it's not at the beginning. It's not during the uh, Dia de los Muertos. Right. Uh, it's, the, it's out in the desert. That's all I'll say. Uh, but when that explosion takes place, world record, there was, I, I can't even remember how much explosive they used for it, but it was, everybody had to be like four miles away to, to get yeah. the whole thing. Straight. Oh, cool. Yeah, go watch it if you haven't seen it. It's cool. Yeah. I'm going to punch you in the nuts. <laughs> um, anyway, and so what else do we have to talk about? Is there anything else that we've missed since we've been nerding out about all this oh, stuff? man, I'm trying to think of anything non-nerdy right now, but my mind is... <laughs> we can talk politics, but that's pretty nerdy right now. Yeah, we don't... We, yeah. Let's not do that, please. No, we it's, I know. It was, it was bad. It was bad. It was I felt, I felt dirty like after that show right? was over with. I felt a little slimy after that. Like, yeah. Honestly, like talking about Kanye and, and Trump, like I was like, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> Like, this is just so, like, Daily Buzz-esque. <laughs> it, it, Granted, it, really, I, it was I, a little bit. I like following Kanye because it's hilarious. It's so but, but still. <laughs> he went try. to Ikea today and can he we, loved it. Can we say for the record, um, let's just... I, I, it, I feel weird saying this because I, I can do political talk, I think, pretty well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let, let's just not do politics on the show. Should we do that? I guess if you want to give us feedback, you can uh, always During back yeah. this year, do you know how many... How many months of this we're going to have to deal with? Well, it's like suicide if you're doing a talk show, though. I mean, right. it's like yeah. not talking about politics is not a good thing. Can but we just like every once in a while talk about politics, not every what, single show? We are trying to gauge this. I don't know how to gauge this at all because uh, w- give us your feedback. We want your feedback. Do you want to talk? Do you want us to talk politics? Do you not want us to talk politics? Do you like the nerd stuff? Do you not like the nerd stuff? Do you want to hear Jess talk about her vagina more? We can, <laughs> she's fine with it. I totally no. can. Um, no, we, we want your feedback. Uh, you can do it uh, on my social media, on all of my my Instagrams and my Twitters. Uh, Kenny's or on the Podbash talk, Jess Bash or Spinars. music conversations, yeah. or go to Bash Music when uh, because Bash Music is basically a big three hour long uh, hangout Hi. with all the Ronin. Uh, you're yeah. there every week, Kenny. Right. Jess is there every week. Yep. Uh, Greg is there. Phil is there. We're all there. Yeah. Um, and uh, and we'd love to, we'd love your feedback on all of these shows. Seriously, on everything that we're doing. Absolutely. By the way, Bash Music this week. Uh, we are in town. Uh, Bash Music this week features DJ Spinari. <laughs> He's yeah. taking a poolside. He's doing two hours of uh, Deep House and New Disco, which yeah. is what I did a couple of weeks ago. I cannot cool. wait. And then I'll be taking your request after if you guys want. So, No I one want. requests anything that he's not going to play so I don't get punched. Please no more <laughs> Bowie. Please, please. I'm going to request all the K-pop. If I don't get it, I'm I, punching I, Kenny I, in the nuts. We're gonna, I'll, tr- I'll, tr- I'll try. I will tell you, I have been working on a Panic at the Disco remix. Have just you for really? You. I really oh have. Oh my gosh, Spinari, you yeah. this. So this Saturday, Aww. you'll hear it, but... <laughs> Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. Right. The brownos. Are- hey, Jess, am I your favorite yet? No. Right. No, that was Spinari. No. <laughs> you can be my favorite when you go oh. back in time and take me to Jurassic World. I could bring guests. All right. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, I, I, we're, we're about to end this, but I just have to go back really quick. Have you heard anything? Is Jason Todd in this movie? Or is there just reference to him being dead? In the in the Batman Superman, All, I mean, we did talk about this a little bit last time. But in, have you heard anything since? Because we didn't know anything. 
know, in fact, a character has been cut from the movie, uh, played by Jenna Malone, and everyone believes that she is Barbara Gordon. And Jenna Malone is, uh, isn't that uh, Pam from The Office? No, Jenna, that's, oh, that's Jenna, Jenna Fisher. Fisher. Okay. Jenna Malone, she's in the, the last couple Hunger Games movies. She's like emo uh, indie girl from the 90s oh, gotcha. in every movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, love yeah. Jenna Malone personally. Okay. Like, tortured soul, I'll take her. But she is meant to be playing Barbara Gordon. She was cut from the movie. I believe that she and possibly a Jason Todd Angle will happen in the, oh, the director's one. cut. Oh, okay. in the director's or cut. in a Batman solo film because we're going to see a little bit of carnage well, in it. Had... Directly relates to those two characters. I mean, they have the suit in one of the scenes. Like, do you think well, they'll make a reference I, to I think, it? I think the re- only reference we're going to get in this one is that Joker has been terrorizing Bruce Wayne slash Batman for years. Okay. And then in the Batman solo film, we're going to see exactly what went down. So you think yes. it, as far as the timeline goes, the Batman solo film will take place before this one? Uh, maybe around. before. Yeah. Okay. It's possible. Um, but, cool. Uh, oh, yeah. And J.K. Simmons was just announced as Commissioner Gordon, who's been retired for a while. J.K. Simmons. From Whiplash. He was J. Jonah Jameson, actually, in the Spider-Man oh, movies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's great. It's actually hard to imagine him as Anything like, Commissioner, but- Croft, Commissioner Gordon, but... He is an amazing actor. I'm pretty stoked. He's he's. Um, I have a little bit of working knowledge of this guy. He, this guy is so underrated as an actor. The Amazing Spider-Man cartoon, which Drake Bell uh, ended up playing Spider-Man mm-hmm. for. That. I don't know if it's still on, um, but I actually auditioned for J. Jonah Jameson for that part, and they told me point blank they gave me his tapes. Right. Uh, the the guy from the movies, J.K. What's his yeah, name? Yeah, J.K. Simmons. And and the way that guy talks and the way he delivered those lines, because I had the scripts and they said, we want you to model this guy as best as you can. Yeah. Unbelievable how good that guy is. Just yeah. so good. In fact, it, it, I would watch Whiplash with you right now. It, it's uh, one of my favorite movies from two years ago. That's it's, the uh, the band movie, right? Yeah, the, 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 the drum, <laughs> the jazz movie? Exactly. Okay. I still want to watch that. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, he's, right. he's awesome. And he'd be great as Commissioner Gordon. All yeah. the way great. Yeah. Are, are we going to talk about you guys' IQs, or do you want to do that in another show? Um, <laughs> well, you know what? We, we could do that. Um, we, yeah. we did this thing we were talking about. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about um, IQs after uh, Jess was here. We were watching the three hours of K-pop, and then we were on the plane. And somehow the K-pop discussion led to an IQ discussion. Yeah. Wait, why? Well, because I think people that have higher IQs are more willing to embrace that kind of music. I have this theory. Mm -hmm. So you're saying Kenny has a really low IQ? Well, I have this theory. I think the more narrow, I think the more narrow you're, the more narrow minded you are musically, the, I think there's a direct correlation to that with your IQ. I, and I have no proof to well, that, but I would love a study to be done. That kind of makes sense, because I think you'd be more open-minded in general to like even like problem-solving. Yeah. I, was, I was talking to Spinari, and the really short version of this is we were trying to figure out a way to try and get more people in Utah to embrace electronic dance music, because it's so popular everywhere else. Yeah. Uh, K-pop would probably even qualify in this. Um, but, but getting... It's, I was explaining this to you guys. It's like... Going to a town where everybody is watching Home Improvement and MASH and Murder, She Wrote, and they're thinking it's the coolest shit on the planet. Right. And you're trying, and you just came from a town that is watching Game of Thrones and The Walking Dead and Better Call Saul. Yeah. And you're mm-hmm. trying to kind of explain to everybody, no, 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 no. 
trust me, just trust me on this. Once you learn this, once you invest in this. Right. It's awesome. A little out of your depth yeah. right now, but you, you'll get it, there. It's confusing to you right now, but once you learn it, you're going to be so glad you did because it's amazing what this stuff is when you learn it. And people just, no, nah, I'm going to go watch Home Improvement. And so I was kind of trying to draw the correlation and, and Spinari and I were having a talk about IQ and, and I, I'm not accusing anybody that doesn't like electronic dance music of having a low <laughs> IQ. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying I was talking about people being resistant to trying new types of music right? in general because in any, in any populace you go to, you have those people that do that. And, I, I, and so I started looking up IQ testing or music versus IQ. And I started looking up a whole bunch of stuff. And then Spinari tells me I never t- I've never taken an IQ test. Yeah. And I said, oh, well, I took one when I was a kid. And then I took a bunch of them as I got older uh, for a variety of different reasons. <clears throat> and he said, well, what was your IQ? I said, when I was a kid, it was 121. And they say every time you learn a musical instrument, your IQ goes up 10 points. Huh. For each musical instrument, because that was this musical correlation with right. IQ that I was trying to find. Okay, and uh, I play a variety of different musical instruments, and can and I I fancy myself as being pretty good at, at music theory, right? I love music. But when I was tested, my IQ only went up ten points oh. from when I was a kid. So my IQ, uh, repeatedly over and over and over again, is one thirty one. That's my IQ. Okay, I didn't even know Which if that was is- good or bad. I didn't know where that was at. On an IQ chart, that is very superior. I actually called it. Is, the, I, it's really, really high up. What, what's low and what's high? Um, a low would be a dullness is 70 to 85. Normal is 85 to 115. Oh, okay. okay. Um, superior is 115 to 130. And then very superior is 130 to 145. And then a genius is above 145. The okay. the term that Dr. Okay. Matt used, because I, I talked to him about it, I said, my IQ, because this start a whole thing. When you right. have hours to fly, yeah, you know, and you can still text on planes and stuff like that now. So um, I was talking to Dr. Matt and, and told him what my IQ was. And he said, well, that would qualify as gifted. And you should be, you consider yourself very fortunate because 131 is actually great. And then we started talking mm. about once your IQ gets really high, you're you start losing social grace. There's a trade-off right. when your IQ okay. gets too high. So Spinari says, I want to take an IQ test. So we took one just online. The ones that I took, you were actually timed on your answers, right. and it was kind of stressful mm-hmm. and everything else. Yeah. So Spinari took his IQ test, and he got a 131. Wow. So really? he and I had the score. same exact high. We he and I had the same exact IQ score. Oh, isn't that cute? It's father and son. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah. And I was sitting there the whole time eating my peanuts, just pissed off, going, "He's going to be smarter than me." I just <laughs> right. So we had Jess take the same IQ test when she came over here today. One thirty four. <laughs> She's three points higher than we are. Well, come on. One thirty four. What are you saying, Kenny? It's just Jess. <laughs> what are you saying? But here's the weird thing. Oh, that's Doctor- why I'm socially awkward. Is because I'm three points higher. Doctor Matt told me I was in like the top. When when I told him my initial score, he said you were in the top. It was like the top three percent. And then the same test that I took, it said I, I scored in the top three yeah. percent. So wow. you got three people in the room. We don't know what Kenny's we're gifted. Yet. We're gifted. That's. I mean, that's really you know pretty it's unusual. Weird I think. though, because like. I may not sound super well spoken because sometimes my brain just like functions faster than my mouth. Holden, like all Holden, the time, yeah, like all the time. But like, it's weird to me when I talk to people about things and they just don't understand concepts that I get that are just kind of more abstract. And sure. they're like, they don't mm-hmm. understand. Like I was in freaking chemistry, and he's explaining some. Well, I think it was physics, and he's explaining like an equation, mm-hmm. and I go, "But couldn't you just do this and then find this variable?" And he's like. We're, we don't get that there until like next week. 
Oh, I, I thought just, okay. Like, slow down. I thought you were going to start talking no. about how you're in your your My no. Little Pony murder no, mystery game, <laughs> which I'm totally winning. Talk about that. I'm totally oh, winning. No, no. Anyway, so Kenny, this no. is what I'm trying to say to you, dude. Is I'm just that saying I'm brilliant. The pressure is like all the way on you now. Guys, what if I'm like 64? <laughs> Is that just me? I'm really good. No, at you got to take. You, no, no, you no, have you to take to. it now. Yeah, you have to. Candy, now keep in mind, this candy. is a, this is um, my IQ test was like high pressure with somebody time. I had to answer a question, and then hit a buzzer thing, oh, hit a timer, right? Yeah. Uh, almost like a chess thing where it was like you answer your question, you hit a timer, and they were charting not only my answers but how long it took me per question to analyze the question and then answer the question versus whether I got it right or wrong based okay. on the amount of time. Mm. So there are a couple of things, but I thought it was pretty remarkable that he and I came out with the same score. Yeah, and I took two or three different tests. One of them was 130. The other two were 131. Yeah, so I mean, they, wow. were, just right, okay. they were just right there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so there was some, we did, there was some consistency there, but then to have Jess do it, I thought that was awesome that there were three people in the room that are all fairly close to one another. Yeah. And yeah. I thought, well, maybe that's because the four of us actually get along extremely well. Um, especially considering some of the people I've worked with in the past. Which, <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, oh, man. Don't get me started. But now you've got to take it. So when you come back to the next Radio Rona, we're going to tell you what Kenny's IQ is. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no. So where you're going to get off the air. You have to take it. You have to take it. All right. It. I'm in. And then we'll tell you next week how you did. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so it, and, and again, one of the things that I read and then Dr. Matt verified is that when it's too low, you start losing some stuff. Or you right. are losing some stuff. When you're right in the middle, that's kind of where you want to be is right in the middle, which is like 90 to like 115-ish. Okay. That's normal. So yeah. if you have an IQ of 90 to 115, that's that's average. Mm-hmm. And that's where you're really socially great, graceful. You have great social skills. You're kind of a jack of all trades. You can do... Once you get up above really about 130-ish. <laughs> like you're a bit strange, right? That's when you kind of start. Things get a little harder. There are certain things you have more anxiety. You're extremely focused on what you're working on. You can become a bit of a savant. And that does fit because I will forget to eat sometimes. We both do. Like working all day. I'll I'll be in my jammies with like long fingernails and food all over the place working on. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It gets a little weird. So um, there are some trade-offs that people start suffering when. Right. You know, when you go, so let's find out where Kenny's at. I bet it's going to be like 200. If Kenny's, if, if Kenny's super high above us, he's never going to shut up about it, guys. Uh, I, bet I, it's, I bet, honestly, it's like 92 to 94. Oh, shut up. No, no. seriously, because I think I'll be right in the middle. Because I always remember to eat. I always remember to sleep. I remember <laughs> to, you know, talk to people well, and, and again, be very And nice. again, for those of you listening, if you've done IQ tests, that's not a bad thing. It, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I, and I sure hope that people don't get the uh, the impression. I, I really hope that's not the case. That we're like, oh, we're so smart. It's just, I, huh. it was just kind of curious because there are some real trade-offs according to what I've read and according to Dr. Matt and some of these other people. There are some real trade-offs when, it, when your IQ starts getting above 115. Mm-hmm. You start losing some things. Uh, and people start not being able to relate to you a certain way, and there, there are some. <laughs> you mean you that... don't understand my random texts? No, I do. Nobody else does. <laughs> I don't. Kenny doesn't. So I don't. I, I, I don't usually. And I, it's, it's. I actually random. get them all the way. So, <laughs> oh, um, but when you like, if you're like from one thirty one or one thirty, excuse me, it's one thirty to like one forty five or one forty. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. They don't keep track of individual numbers. If you're right. in that group, you have the same level of intellect. Do you, do you see yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So totally what, what are you what are you looking at right now? Uh, this one, I guess, makes sense now. I just didn't at the time. I may or may not have spent most of my morning installing a new keyboard and message app. 
on my phone so, I, so that I could have cool themes. I also may or may have not installed three different keyboards until I found one that allowed me to type in Japanese and Korean. That's Jess. This is Jess. And I was like, Jess. did you mean to send that to everybody or just I did. me? It was, a new, it was a new app, so she it didn't it have me the too. group message. Like, we all got it. I almost, I almost want to write, cool. <laughs> I just decided not like, to Like, why do I give a shit, Jess? It was, it, was, it was a new app, so it didn't have the group we messaging. We will regularly get these kind of texts from Jess. <laughs> Sorry. Regularly. Yeah. Or a picture that's like the corner of her eye that she doesn't know she's taking. <laughs> or she's dressed up like Bane. Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll totally get, random. We will get those texts from Jess. <laughs> It's clever, or my pony is, because it's pie. I won them over using the ghost hunter angle. Show me the blueprint, show me the blueprint, show me the blueprint. I mean, that's that's Howard Hughes stuff. That's Jess's text. She's sitting around, there's there's jars of her own pee all over the house. You just know it. I'm like vintage pound puppies. You were the one who drew attention to the pony I named after the stuffed animal in question. Now every time I see the pony, it makes me miss my childhood. I think "Damn It" Spinari was was followed after that for some reason, and I, I didn't understand why. It's a little. It's a. It sometimes takes a little bit to kind of decipher a little bit. I'm but I get them. I I'm actually so get them. Sorry. And I will contribute to these you odd conversations. Just, I'll just stop. No, 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 no. I love them. Kenny hates them. No, like, I look at it right now. Getting, I'm getting a kick out of them. Just send them to me because I get them all the way. Get them. You finding more? Yeah, <laughs> She's, oh, he's still scrolling. All right, well, listen, uh, we're going to go take Kenny's IQ test. Uh, thanks, everybody, for checking out Radio Ronin. A uh, little, little weird tonight. Uh, punchy. Everybody's punchy. Uh, and I apologize for that. Uh, Stop it. Just put the phone away. I informed Kevin that our ferret has tattoos. His response was, I always knew he was a little punk. Ha, ha, ha. Because <laughs> he does have tattoos. He does. These show up at like 4.30 in the morning. Yeah. Readers tattoo the ferrets. That's you know, what they you know do. what the worst part is, is that most of the time that when these come in, I'm reading the Bible. <laughs> I seriously, because half of these, if it's not yeah. some strange like cryptic text, it's like, shut up, dick. Yeah, you know? yeah. 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 Uh, One thirty-four IQ, and that would that any questions or answers. But you did say something going into the test, Jess, where you were like, "Well, does it have a lot of math?" Because I'm really good at these other things, but I'm really not good at math. Well, I'm okay at math. It's just I mix numbers up. Yeah, well, and you said that to me, and I said, actually, that's from what I've read. That's the sign of a really high IQ. I'll, I'll not everybody that order. has a really high IQ is good at math. That means they have different aptitudes in different areas, but your IQ can still be very high, yeah. even though you're bad at math. Well, so, I'm not bad at math. It's just that like there'll be times when Kevin's like, here, read this number off to me, and I'll read it off wrong, even though I'm looking at the right number. I'm because really bad at math mix, on paper. They just mix the numbers up in my brain, and I have yeah. a hard time because I'll mix them up in the equations and stuff. Yeah, I was the same way. Even in high school, I was really bad at math, and my math teacher was like, hey, you're, I would bring my laptop in and produce music. And she's like, does that involve a lot of math? I'm like, uh, yeah. Music is all a math. Ton. Yeah. Well, yeah. Totally, and she's like, okay, you're fine. Don't do the assignment. Just do your math. I totally uh, get computer, math. Which is really cool. That's great. Yeah. Like, when, when I don't mix numbers up, I do fine with math. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Numbers hate me. Um, anyway, can I so. read the best out of context? Oh, no. Jess, yes, Jess text. Oh, this is the no. best out of context. Oh, just no. text. It was just dentide this time. James has been used to watching me or to me watching and reading scary stuff. And since I was a kid, Eric thinks it's well fun, so he doesn't mind. But I don't think the gargoyle liked it. Dot dot dot. <laughs> and then you say, makes sense. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it did. I knew. No, it didn't. <laughs> The gargoyle, the gargoyle didn't like it, but Dente, Al Dente, Dente 
oil <laughs> that I have. Made perfect sense to me, Jess. No. I, yeah, you're like, yeah, for sure, Jess. Yeah. Sorry, dude. <laughs> All right, listen, we're out. I'm this looking, is I'm looking for more. No, no, no. <laughs> you, have, you have an IQ test to take, and we've got more trailers to watch. So anyway, we would love your feedback about these shows and about every show that we do, Greg's Guide and and the Wisps show and all of Josh's shows. And uh, we would love your feedback, honestly, because we do want to make them better. We would we would right. appreciate it if you would choose to tell everybody about Podbash. Uh, I get more and more and more people. I had uh, three Facebook messages just last week of people saying, oh, I loved you on the end. You were my favorite on 101 on the end. I was so bummed. And then I heard your voice and it was like going back to high school because they had just found it, which I was very flattered and felt really old all at the same time. But sure. Um, you know, tell everybody about this because really what we did on the end is the same shit we're doing here. Right. But now we can say shit. Yeah. yeah. Except it's better. <laughs> it's also better. And frankly, it's got a much bigger audience. So we would love we would love to bring in more people if we could. And we would also love your feedback. And a reminder, Bash Music is back on at 10 o'clock on uh, 10 o'clock Mountain Time uh, on Saturday night. DJ Spinari is playing. He's taking you uh, He's taking you poolside. poolside. Yeah. He's going to make you feel sexy. Watch for dropping panties. You know yeah. why. It's going to be two hours of new disco and traditional house and deep house. Old school house music and deep house. And then an hour of requests. The gargoyle will like it. He will. Dente will like it. He does like it. Yes. Uh, anyway, until, uh, until Saturday, we hope to see you there. Uh, until then, um, have a great rest of your week. Peace. This is the Radio Ronin Show on podbash.com.